Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about how to tell your niece that she loves the wrong Ninja Turtle? Oh, well, you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? Uh... Damp. It's wet outside. Yeah, I know. It started as I was coming home, and anybody who knows me knows I hate rain. Why? It makes you all wet and sticky nice. and gross. I hate getting rained on. It's the worst <laughs> feeling. So I'm picking up Jinx from 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 day camp because I took her to camp today. Doggy day camp. And it hadn't started when I arrived. I pick her up. And it's raining. And so I'm running through the parking lot, dragging her behind me. I was like, let's go! It's time to go! And she was like, oh, but I gotta pee! Aww. I was like, just, just, just do it! Pee and And I know somebody time. was watching me, because I'm just standing, like, arms pulled in as tight as I possibly could, head down so that my glasses don't get wet, and I'm just, like, waiting for her to pee. Just, go! Do what you gotta do! <laughs> and then she peed. Oh, my voice cracked there. She peed. She peed. Uh, threw in the car and then ran here. All right. It was horrendous. Horrendous. I really don't like it. It's so nice, though. It's thundering right now. I hope we don't lose um, power. Oh, God. Oh, man. I actually wrote about that in a uh, script writing class one time. Really? About losing power or about how you hate the rain? Uh, how I hate the rain. We had to write, like, every day you had to come into class and you had to write some theme. And she was like, uh, how you got here today? And it had been raining. And in script writing, you're not supposed to write it like a book. It's supposed to be, you know, like showing, not telling. Right? Yeah. But I was still in, like, writer's mode. So I was saying how my, because it wasn't supposed to be you. But my character was running to his car through the rain like mortar fire. <laughs> and everybody thought that was quite, quite humorous. Quite humorous indeed. I do have a story for you. I have two. Ooh, I have two, two things. stories. I'm excited. Two things. It's like Christmas. So, so one is something that happened the other day as I was driving into work. Okay. Driving into work. I'm behind this car. And do you ever see... Like a bumper sticker that you can't quite make out, and you're like, "What? What, what is <laughs> yes, this?" So you're like scooting the car, just like ever closer, trying to look at it. Yeah. So, so I'm reading it, and I was like, "I mean, I get it. It's just not that funny." But it said, and let me pull it up. So there's a bumper sticker, and it said, "Dude." Period. And then like enter, you know. Yeah. And then below that, it said back off but it was b-a-c-h like, like bach yeah like bach, bach off. like bach off and i was like oh 
I don't think that's funny. Was there like a and picture I was tra- of Bach? No. So I was like, I don't get this. <laughs> and I was staring at him for the longest. Okay, I okay, I get it. It's back off, but Bach off. Right. Bach. I I I didn't get Is there it. Another and finally, layer? we get to a red light. We pull up. I get right right behind this person, and in a tiny corner of the bumper sticker, you know that classical music station we have, like 100 whatever? <laughs> yeah. It was a bumper sticker from them. What? And I was like, what classical losers? <laughs> that that's the best they could come up with. This man has two interests, Buck and not being followed too closely in traffic. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the best play on words a classical music person can come up with. I don't know. I feel so like I applaud better. them. I get it. But you could do better, man. I'm trying to think of what now. So, listeners, give us your best classical music pun. One thing you want to see on a bumper sticker. Like, you gotta have a great pun. It's gotta be good. I think Tchaikovsky but that was... was a good pun hidden there somewhere. It's a good name, Tchaikovsky. Oh, well, I'm gonna chess... Wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> say that again. Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. Yeah. There we go. I'm gonna Tchaikovsky that from my list of stories. Oh boy. Oh yeah. So I have other ones, but I'm gonna save this one for another day. So much suspense. Because this one, this one is current. As in it's happening right now. Okay. At my office, we have like an employee discount section. And it's good to like a whole bunch of different places. Yeah. Right? So simply because we work there, we can go through this thing, go to different uh, suppliers, and get different deals, right? Now, typically, they're not great. So, like, I can look at Samsung, and usually what the deal is Samsung's going to give me through working there is the same as I can get it at Best Buy. That makes sense. So it's really not a great savings. Yeah, it's just, like, something that's not going to be losing profit for Samsung. Yeah, but... Uh, they have had Microsoft Office on sale for a really long time. Oh, really? Yeah, for like 15 bucks. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's fantastic. And my mom was looking for it, so I was like, hey, I could finally swing one, and it's not on sale wow, now. boo. But, since I was there, being me, loving a good deal, <laughs> not wanting to partake in the deals, but wanting to know of them, I go, what you got? What are you selling? I click a button, and I was like, ooh, you can buy cars? With our discount? Like whole ass cars? Yeah. Like, like go to the dealership and get a discount on the car. That's nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. Let me see what that's about. It's the worst decision I ever made. Why? So, to see the deals, you know, because you, even with the Samsung, you got to put in your work email because they verify that you're with the company right. and stuff, right? So, you do all this stuff, and then it was like, what dealerships would you like to look at? And I was like, well, I live in Louisville. Let's check that out. I hit the button. Immediately, three different dealerships sent me emails, oh God. texts, called no. me. <laughs> I got 30 text messages, about 20 emails, Holy five shit. phone calls. That's too many. All in the span of like 10 minutes. Oh my God. So I ignore them because the first one, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I, I get this phone call. As soon as I clicked it, I, like, click, and then I got a phone call. Oh, oh, yeah, the AC's being fixed today. I wonder if it's that guy. And they were like, oh, so you're looking for a car. You want to come test drive it right now? This second, immediately? I was like, um, who is this? <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, we saw that uh, you were looking through through your discount thing, 
and you were looking for these cars. Would you like to test drive it? Maybe later. I'm just curious. I'm at work. I gotta go. <laughs> Hang up. Get all these calls all day long. All day long. That's horrible. It subsides. Everybody leaves me alone. Oh, what a fantastic thing. End of the workday comes around. They start again. No. I'm just getting calls and voicemails. Hey, hey, you want to drive a car? <laughs> like, no, leave me alone. I just wanted to know what I could get. It's like waiting for you with clipboards the second you leave the building. Robert, we heard you wanted to buy a car. I'm, I'm so bombarded with these people. That is frustrating. I hate it when you, like, go online to get a quote for something. Like, I need my fence repaired. I would like a quote for that. And, like, six companies suddenly are at your door and, like, let me repair your fence. No. Yeah. The con- I mean, they're very nice. I would love to have your business. You look like a strong young man. And I'm like, what? you can see me? Are they, are they flirting Hello? with you or are they <laughs> trying to get you to buy a car? <laughs> I love your muscles. Would you like a muscle car? I was looking at muscle cars. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was looking at a challenger, and they're all like, would you like to challenge the rest of the world? Come get a challenger. And, like, they're just doing all this stuff, and I just wanted to know what the deal was. Samsung doesn't do that to me. They don't bother me. They go, yeah, I mean, it's like this much off. (laughs) But that's it. Yeah, that's an affront. It was so much, and as soon as it would stop, there would just be more. And it was everywhere I looked. And... I guess I have to change my name. <laughs> I must I must flee the country because because Dodge is uh, out to get. You gotta me. get out of Dodge. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so that's my two big ones. The bumper sticker was a while ago, but I had it written down, and I just wanted to know what you thought about the dumb sticker. I think it is equally dumb. I was thinking, yeah, it's gonna be a chill pod, and then I got ramped up again on all the. The muscle car people. <laughs> Worst mistake I ever made. Just don't do it again. Well, I imagine it's going to keep going for like a few weeks. Forever and ever. You have to get a new number now. Call Samsung back. So, what is going on in your world? Not a whole lot is happening. It's, it's been a boring week. Oh, shit, no. Today I had jury duty. Whoa! Yeah. I mentioned that last time. And how was that? So, I guess this jury duty place, which is the municipal court, which incidentally is directly across from the rec center. I was like, I used to do karate here. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... Okay, because it's in our home. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I go into the police station, and when I get in there, there's just, like, a hundred people just sitting down, and they all stare at me, and I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? And the officer's like, are you here for jury duty? <laughs> yes, what do I do? <laughs> I'm already scared. What do I do? And so he, like, points me to the lines, like, get in this line, get your number, and sit on down. And so I go yeah. to the little line, I get my number, I was juror number 36, and they get you into, like, a little courtroom. There were probably, like, okay. 50 people there or so, but half the seats were empty, Jeez. so it's like they probably had invited 100 jurors, and only half of us were, like, not exempt, you know, because they ha- they have reasons for exemption, like, if you have classes or okay. if you're a mom or whatever. I thought it was, like, they didn't show up, and I was gonna say, pretty sure that's Bad. Yeah, you get fine if you don't like show up, but um, it's average time. Cheers. Copying you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got my number, sat down. I thought it was going to be like a long process, so I pulled out a book and started to read. And they were like, "Okay, let's get started." I was like, "All right, let's get started." And then like, "Are you racist?" That was the whole thing essentially. So like, the <laughs> the prosecutor man stands up and he had this 
excellent accent. He was like, well, I'm the prosecutor in this here case, and uh, we're going to go through a process. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you was <laughs> calling. Exactly. That's reminded of. <laughs> and Did you laugh at him the whole time? I was silently? trying so hard not to, like, bust out laughing, but yeah, I was just, like, silently keeping my composure. Good. And, because uh, I was like, I'm going to get on this jury. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and the guy's like, this is a process we call voir dire, which voir dire, the French. <laughs> it, oh my God. Yeah. He couldn't even pronounce voir dire properly. I don't know. Who am I to judge? Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Maybe it is voir dire. But <laughs> that's just the process, I guess, where they like ask you questions like, are you a racist? Are you going to be able to provide fair judgment in this case? And yeah. the... The lady was a Hispanic woman who did not speak English, so she had a translator there. And this one of the jurors, like, at the end of questioning, he got up and went to talk to the judge, and he's like, I don't think I should be on this case. And I'm... I couldn't hear exactly what he said, but I'm, like, 90% positive it was something racist, because he was like, I don't have anything against her personally, it's just all of them, you know? I was like, holy fuck! I (laughs) can't... I can't be on this case because they took our germs. Yeah, something like that. And so he like sits back down and the prosecution is like, we want him on the jury. So they pick him and the defense is okay. like, no fucking way. He's, he needs to, he needs to go. And I was like, this is my chance. Cause that was the last juror they selected. It was like juror. Oh, Hey, what about me? <laughs> pick me. Yeah. I was like me, pick me back here. But they ended up picking like the lady directly next to him so Uh yeah i was juror number 36 and i think the highest number they picked was like 29 Uh uh-huh yeah they always pick like the first several like the first couple of rows the ones are going to get selected for whatever reason and the back rows are just like we don't care enough about you probably because they don't really care to begin with they're just like "Eh, i know they're just like whatever we invite first you're getting it that's pretty much it and it wasn't an alphabetical thing because i mean my last name is pretty early in the alphabet, so... Yeah. Lucky you. Lucky me. You, you, you got married. It didn't change. It won the alphabet lottery. Like, anyone that gets married to me is just, is just screwed. Relegated. Because you're always going to be last. You go straight to the bottom. Forever and always. I waited until we were potting to post something to our Instagram. I would like for you to check it oh, now. Shit, like right now? Yeah, like right Uh-oh. now. I wanted this live. <laughs> Let's have a look. Are those so more steelbooks? Yeah, it's two new steelbooks. What's wrong with you? <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, like the people that are looking at our Instagram, they're gonna see this and be like, "What is he even talking about?" Because in real time, it is April twenty third, and this pod isn't gonna release until like the end of May. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. We'll probably have to double up somewhere. Yeah. To be more current. Probably. One day. One day. Listeners, I One apologize day. that you won't understand this Instagram post for another several weeks. <laughs> There's some attractive oh, steelbooks, though. I kind of don't even really like them. Why did you get them? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> To go with the... All the rest of the Marvel ones are steelbooks, so I gotta get them. Like, these are pretty much just the normal covers that the movies had. That's kind of boring to me. (laughs) But it goes in with the rest of them, so it had to be. I don't approve. I know. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. All right. What are we talking about today? I believe you had a topic for us today. I do have a topic for us today. What is your topic for us today? So I'm just going to straight up pose the question to you because it's one of those things that like oh, every man. once in a while okay. it comes into my head and I think about it for too long and I obsess over it. I'm like, what would happen? Okay. So what do you think would happen if aliens came to Earth and they were like really, really big, like 40 feet tall? And they, instead of being hostile, (laughs) instead of being, like, hostile or anything, they adopted humans as their pets. Okay. What do you think life would be like? I feel like it could be great. I feel like it could be pretty great, too, because, like... Because I'm gonna... Well, okay. Here's the thing, though. Having pets is great. Yeah. But there are... So many pets. Look at how many aren't treated well. You gotta luck into a good alien family. That's true. You gotta get adopted by the the right alien, not one who's gonna pick you up and be rough and like throw you or something. One who's gonna feed yeah. you a nice steak dinner. And I don't really know how I feel about belly rubs. That's like I don't know that thing. I want them to just like roll me over <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay, all right, just 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 go. So do you think they would give us belly rubs? Because I mean, we give. Like dogs, for example, we get them belly rubs because they react properly to it. You know, they're like, ah, this feels great. And they stretch around and they're like, yes, belly rubs. But humans, like if you have a pet human, pretend I, if I were an alien and I have a pet human, I'm imagining that I would give them a little back rub, right? Because they would like a back rub. Humans like back rubs. Uh, Do these aliens know that per se? I don't know. It's kind of a trial and error thing. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can they talk to us? Probably, but we can't understand them because we would learn certain words like sit, stay, no, good boy, good girl. So, 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 so it's going to be like we are their pet. We don't speak their language. Yeah. And we just like hear them going like, <laughs> and we're like, oh man, that's a good one. Yeah. Good things happen when that noise happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure an alien could train you. Like if I hear a warble flugel and like I sit down and then I get a steak, I'm going to, I'm going to sit down and get a steak every time I hear warble it. Warble <laughs> Okay. So I, I will admit this is not quite where I thought your questions would go. This is where my question lives. When you, when you posed to me earlier today, what are things you imagine about? Yeah. Just like imagine scenarios that you can't get out of your brain. Yeah, it's not where I went. This is where I live. Like, this is the scenario that my brain cannot stop thinking about. Just like, what if I was an alien's pet? Would they give me a back rub? I, Would I get a steak? I totally picture that. You're you're just sitting there, head in your hand, staring off into space, wishing they would come for you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I just, like, I think about it because, man, like, you know, my cats, what would it be like? I have to, you have to maintain a trust with your animals and my cats they have long hair so they always get like big fucking knots on their butt just like giant butt knots and you know as a cat owner you have to like hold the cat down and get a pair of scissors and cut that knot out real gentle and imagine being an animal who's got like a hygiene problem that you can't fix like a cat with a knot on its ass and then like Uh the big creature that owns you get this pair of nose good for you gets this big pair of like blades and is right next to your nether regions the the blades are as long as your leg and you're just sitting there helpless and this thing is holding you down and like got that blade right there like man man do you know what you're doing man <laughs> do you have it under control because i'm so scared 
Like, well, because I'm kind of picturing. Whoa, did you hear that? Thunder. Yeah, Yeah. that was a big one. Yeah, it was like right outside. Um, well, I'm picturing. I mean, we're still intelligent, so I would think we would be able to like hold up our hands, like, no, no, look, man, I can shit here, (laughs) and it's clean. (laughs) Like, I don't need your box. I have one. I have one. That we built already. It's got plumbing in it. I will flush it. You'll never have to see it. You won't have to touch it. Well, do Okay. Okay, so do you think they would come in here just thinking, man, they don't know anything. We have to tear out everything they know. They don't know how wrong they're doing it. And we're just like, no, no, what's happening? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what if they come down and they just, like... They enjoy the way we live. They look at our houses and they're like, they live in these cute, tiny houses. So adorable. And they just like sit and peer in the windows, you know? Where are they going to live? I don't know. Alien. There's no room for us. We can't have 40 foot overlords. (laughs) Maybe they, uh, maybe they only like settle in farmlands. So like they rural areas, you know? So. Then they can have pet cows. They don't have to have pet humans. Well, I was going to say, do we just become... Like different ant colonies to them, and they just go look at us from time to time. Ooh. Like, hey, I wonder what's happening at that at that weird one down the what street. What if they like spray us with human killer? Like, oh man, there's like way too many here, <laughs> and this one keeps like falling over. Like, oh, no. it's not right. They're like fumigate. I hate that. No, I don't want that. <laughs> this is going down a bad I path. It up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, on the good side, I think I think they would love to have us as pets because we're smart. We are smart. We we aren't just gonna needlessly tear things up because we don't know any better do you think they would like make food for us would we have to still cook and stuff would they just would we just be like oh man we would have to play so dumb like i don't know how to how to feed myself (laughs) i don't know what pop tarts are you got anything like that (laughs) give me an alien pop tart. and they're like oh my god it's so cute with his little hands up shaking his head around like it's like he doesn't know yeah like what do you think aliens would think would be a cute behavior God, I don't like know. Like, I'm shrugging, just like, I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, isn't this so Look cute? Look at the little shrug. It's so cute. It's so happy. <laughs> and it's like, no, I don't know. Like, what would they think of Help. dancing? That's a whole other thing. <laughs> you think they'd pick, ooh, ooh, what are they doing? That's so gross. <laughs> they're doing, like, a little two-step, like a line dance. And they're like, oh, they're so organized. They would probably be very fascinated. I bet they would. But we would have to collectively show them something fascinating, you know? Like a flash mob? You can't just be, go away, Peyton! <laughs> you know? You can't be like that to them. Yeah, some humans are cuter pets than others. I would hope it goes good. You gotta hope so. But I feel like we would, some people would panic, and it would freak them out, and they would be like, oh, like, they're just scattering. We gotta smush these now. Or they would, like, corral us in these little cages, you know? Like, ah, oh, it's trying to escape... Gotta get over the cage for that human. And then they would be like, man, I wonder what happened if I had a magnifying glass no. with this one right here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just gone. I mean, you gotta think, they're probably gonna treat us the way we treat things. Yeah. So it's gonna be half good, like half bad. Right. Like you said, you gotta get in with the right alien. Exactly. I don't want to go to the human pound. So I don't know, because... All right, so, you know, Taylor's a groomer. Yeah. Right? A dog groomer. I mean, we have our own groomers, but do they let us have our businesses still and let us maintain ourselves? That's a good question. Because they don't question. understand what it is. 
Yeah. Do, Would restaurants do die? They, do they corral us and then go, what were all these buildings? Like, what is this? This Walmart. There's no one in it. Would they come here? We don't know. How many, like, humans per cage do you think they would allow? Because there's some animal owners that just, you know, they hoard animals and they stuff them into small cages. Oh, yeah. They would probably just stuff us in what there. What if you get, like, it would suck. a hundred other people just, like, crammed in your house and aliens are like, humans look like this, right? <laughs> They're like, look at a, look at that efficient use of space. <laughs> they love that. Would they give us, like, those hamster tubes, those big, long plastic tubes where you can, like, crawl around and have a little jingle gym? I mean, that'd be cool. Those are not good for hamsters. Why? Hamsters are like, I don't know, they get, they're too small for hamsters. They have a tendency to like oh. fall and hurt themselves in there. I don't know. I know. So don't, don't get tubes for That's hamsters. Awful. Like, I wonder what they would consider a good pet version of us or not. Like, would they, would they want fatter ones? Cause they can like hold them better. <laughs> How like some people like small dogs versus big dogs. Uh, that's you know? a good question too. Like, I want a big one. I want a big one. One of them chubby ones. <laughs> Man, I like how he just doesn't go anywhere. It's easy to find Look him. Look at him in his little iron chair. He's watching TV again. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> or would they would they grow to like the things we like? Like, oh, he's watching TV. Whoa, what is happening? Like, what are these dragons? <laughs> he, like, starts watching TV, too. <laughs> yeah, just like, man, my pet likes the coolest stuff. <laughs> I would be a show human, like a little show dog, you know, put on human shows. Yeah. Stand up real straight, strike a pose. I guess that's what catwalks are. I think it'd be cool. I'm worried about it, but... I think if we can learn to love the aliens, they'll learn to love us back. 50-50 shot 50-50 shot. It's worth it. It's like, hey, they like it. Oh, nope, they don't. Uh Uh-oh, this is bad. But it could go good. What was your stuck-in-your-head scenario? Well, it's not my stuck-in-my-head scenario... But I do think a lot, you're just going to be like, whoa, like, that's very different. Because I wonder all the time how I would react to, like, a super violent thing happening to me. What? Like a robbery? If I got hurt, right? Yeah. Uh, Well, I think about it a lot when I'm driving, because, you know, final destination stuff. But, like, okay, I'm driving, I get in a wreck, and, like, a pipe goes through my shoulder. Oh, my God. I'm like... I think I'd have the strength to, to like, stay awake, get help on my side, and, like, make it out of here alive. I think I could do it. I don't But I don't know. Well, when we moved to this apartment, we were going up and down the stairs so much from first to third floor, right? Um, And my knees started to hurt so bad, I would basically just cry going up up and down the stairs. And I was like, like, if I can't do stairs, maybe I wouldn't survive (laughs) a mortal wound a lot. And find the strength to save myself. I, I would probably just be like, this is bad. I don't know. And just be done. Because, like, people say that adrenaline takes over. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I would be so... Like, if a pipe was physically sticking out of my body, I would be so freaked out. Yeah. Well, like, one night, I took Jinx out for a walk. And we were walking around. And it, in the distance, we have this giant field in the apartment complex, yeah. right? There were coyotes, Ooh. like like I saw them, and they weren't that far away. So I was like, "Oh man, what would I do? How how would I save Jinx if they came? <laughs> like like what would I do? Because I know she's a wuss. She's not gonna do anything about it. And so I always imagine, basically, I imagine a scenario, 
and how would I get out of it? So, like, worst case scenario, your brain is always contemplating, what if something terrible happens to me right now? What if, what if this happens? How would I get out? Could I make it out? Yeah, that's pretty much what I think about all the time. Yeah, I, I dwell in that area sometimes. I don't know. I just try not to because I know that I would not leave my house if I dwell in it too much. I don't know. Sometimes I get reminded of how fickle things are and how fragile we are as creatures. Yes. That I'm like, man, I'm not as impervious as I think. What would I do? <laughs> because this could very well happen. These are just basic things. Yeah. Would I make it? What would people think? I don't know. So you think if if a coyote were to attack you and Jinx, Jinx wouldn't like kick into fight mode and try to protect you? Good God, no. Really? She would, like, tuck tail and I run away? I really don't think so. Honestly, I think she would just tuck tail and sit there and just get eaten. <laughs> just be like, okay, I, I guess move. you could eat me. Maybe. I don't know. I saw a thing on the news one time. These people, uh, you know the show where they, like, create a scenario and they see what normal people will do in it? I Where it's like, know. okay, you're, you're, you're gonna pretend to roofie this girl. What? Like, very blatantly, and we'll see what other patrons at the bar oh, do as a reaction. Like a hidden camera show? Yeah, but it's but it's on the news. Oh, so like a scientific study. Kind of. He does it all the time. I don't remember his name. Huh. But there was one where, like, this guy roofies this girl's drink. They're both actors, right? Yeah. So she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. She leaves, and the guy kind of, like, dumps something in and goes like... Oh, yeah, it's like sugar for a drink guy. And then she comes back, and some people let her drink it, but this one guy, like, like knocks the drink out of her hand, and he's like, dude, <laughs> he's trying to, like, mess with you. You need to get away from him. All right. And he was going to beat him up. Whoa. But then, you know, of course, the guy comes out, and he's like, hey, hey, like, you're a good guy. Everyone else, let her die. I feel like if I was on that show, and I was the dude who smacked the girl's drink out of the hand, and then, like, people were like, oh, it's just, they're just kidding, I'd be like, this is still real. You have to go. You have to run. <laughs> <laughs> They're just playing with him. Yeah, that's that's messed up. But so they they did one like that where they had people pretend to break into your house and they were seeing if your your pet would save yeah. you. Yeah. None of them try to save their own. What? Were the actors like convincing though? Did they have malice? Oh, yeah. No, they like they like bust in the house, and the people go no, no, get away from me! And like the owners are screaming, ha- almost every dog runs away. What? Oh my god! Every dog runs away, and only one really stood up for him, and it was the smallest dog, Aww. like a little Chihuahua. I was like no, no, <laughs> get away! Oh, that's crazy. I feel like dogs. I don't know when when flight or flight kicks in, a dog is usually ready to fight dude someone came to our house and was adjusting a pillow behind their back and jinx peed on the floor because she got scared (laughs) so i'm pretty sure if a coyote came for it's over oh my god yeah she just 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 pissed all over the floor (laughs) way to go jinx it was so stupid looking (laughs) it was the worst she's scared of everything so i just I just have zero faith. Yeah, you're gonna have to. That if I truly needed her, she would save <laughs> you're me. You're gonna have to square up. Do you think you could take a coyote in a fight? And see, I was imagining the ways that I would have yeah. to. Yeah, tell me how you would kill a coyote in the heat of the moment. <laughs> so, 
I knew that I was going to be trying to kick him, but realistically, I was like, okay, because there were two. I was like, I would have to let one bite and bite an arm. Yeah. Like, one would have to sink in here so that it's easy for me to get to it, and then I would have to wrench it from there to do anything to the one, because I'm not just going to be able to grab him. You just take one coyote like, by the forepaws, and you beat the other coyote with it. Yeah. I would... I, like, had to get bit in every scenario. There was no way to keep two away, realistically, to me. You ever been, like... I had to get bit by one, and then attack it. Have you ever been you know? attacked by an animal? No. Really? Not even, like, a dog at some point? Uh, no. I've one scratched me dog. in the face once, but it's because we were both laying in the floor, and he was like, get away, and then, like, <laughs> batted my face. Aww. That's about it. I've been, like, straight up attacked by a dog when I was, like, a Ooh, toddler at some point. Like, I think I was, like, five years old, and the dog was a pretty big dog, and I was all alone. I had to, like, fight this animal. <laughs> that's, that's really impressive that you still like dogs, though. I know. Because most I, people I... don't kind of come back from that right i think about that a lot and i think the problem is that like i knew that dog i was it was like one of my friend's dogs Uh and so i i knew that the dog was probably just trying to play but it got overexcited and just went into like kind of you know attack mode and he like picked me up and was like shaking me around yeah so he like actually ripped my fucking sweater i remember because it was like a really cool sweater with these dalmatians on it and they had like little christmas presents it was very cute. And they, the dog, like, ripped my sweater, and I had to walk home all, like, bloody and shit. It was bad. That was crazy. Yeah. But I survived, and I was only five. I think you could survive a coyote attack at 30. I mean, I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, your imaginary scenarios are quite nicer. Yeah, you're over there imagining, like, how do I beat these two coyotes to death? And I'm like, what if I... we were aliens, pets? I just have to survive. I'm, like, stuck on survival, and you're stuck on <laughs> being a pet. Have you ever had, like, a situation, though, where you had to kick into survival mode? Um, no. Like, getting lost in the wilderness or anything like that? Nope. Really? Nope. You ever almost drowned? I have drowned. You have drowned. You're dead now. Pretty much. Yeah. No, uh, I did al- almost drown when I was a little kid. Really? Uh, my cousin had jumped on me in the pool and I don't really remember it. Like, I don't remember anything except for like, Hey, don't jump. And then they jumped. Yeah. And then my brother like going like, dude, I just motherfucking saved your life. (laughs) And he said that like, he pulled me out of the pool and did CPR and I did the whole movie thing. Like water just like, like pouring out of me. Oh my God. But I didn't fight or flight. I just drowned. Yeah, I guess that's a situation where you didn't, you weren't able to oh, fight so, or flight. Uh, sink or swim, and I sunk. Yes, you did. I almost drowned in some whitewater rapids. Ooh, that's really terrifying. Yeah, it was. Because uh, that's like force, like yeah, pounding on you. It was scary. Uh, we were whitewater rafting up in Maine, like seven years ago now. It was 2010, actually. So yeah, like uh-huh. almost 10 years ago. Shit. Um, we went over this rapid called the Terminator. Okay. <laughs> the Exterminator. Well, it was one of those two. So. You both might, sound awful. Yeah, you might say both that we got bad exterminated. It was pretty bad. Our uh, okay. raft dude, his name was Rhino. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> raft guide Rhino. Wait. wait. 
Well, you didn't say Rhino. You said Rhino. Rhino. I don't know why we all put this accent on him. Like whenever when we were on the bus heading up. Hi the guys, my name is Rhino. <laughs> Welcome to the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, that's all. He got Australian quick. He did. We. We were like, we found out his name before we met him. So we were like, my name is Rhino and I like to raft on whitewater rapids. So we were making fun of him just for him. And then like the guy shows up and he's like, hey guys, I'm Rhino. What's he was up? actually like this big, like buff ass dude. And he was, oh, man. you know, every bit as intense as we imagined him, just less Australian. <laughs> did he have a mohawk? He did not have a mohawk. I think Damn. he was bald. But oh, like bald okay, by choice, yeah. like fully shaved Vin Diesel style. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, we went over um, the Terminator at the first. It it was stupid because it had been raining for like six days straight. So the river was way higher than it should have been. And yeah. class five is like the highest rapid that you could be. And they were like, these are almost class six rapids. I'm like, that's not a thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And we had never been whitewater rafting before. We decided, you know, to do this fucking for our first time ever. Oh, <laughs> that's when you go, you know what? I'm new. Yeah, I'm gonna go. So Rhino, he was real confident. He was like, "No one has ever flipped over in my boat, and I've been doing this for like 12 years." And we we're like, "Okay, cool. We feel real confident. We're not gonna, we're not gonna have a bad time." And the first okay. rapid, the entire boat flips up into the air, and we all go into the water. <laughs> and I'm like bodily falling down this waterfall. It was awful. Oh. <laughs> and then, then, then I, then I bet my guess is you get to the end, and he goes, "Way to ruin my streak." <laughs> Why'd he turn into Shrek? You ruined, <laughs> you ruined out, my streak. No one Get out of my... That's just Arnold now. Jeez, I don't even know mess. what's going on. I am. I'm shaken up by these challenger people. Get out of my slum. <laughs> I'm not even going to try because I, I, I feel it. If I started, he would go Arnold. That's, that's, just, that's just where it's going to wind up. I think it's because the picture you gave me and you said Terminator. <laughs> you ruined it. Uh, uh, oh my god. Oh, but... <laughs> I was thinking, and then since you asked, have I had any life or death scenario things like that, right? Just like yeah. pumped up scenarios. Yeah. I, th- I think I know why I think about it all the time. Because my mom has been through so many. Yeah. She has been through so much shit. What's happened to your mom? I'm like, dude, I like couldn't find a movie one time. That's like the hardest thing it's done, (laughs) you know? So, um, one time when she was living in North Carolina, these kids used to come visit her all the time, like neighbor kids, right? Yeah. And this one knocked on her door and it had, you know, the, the front doors with like the big, maybe like stained glass window thing in it. Yeah. So you can look out. Well, he was knocking on it and his arm goes through it and like slices his wrist. Holy shit. Like cuts his arm open. How hard was he knocking? I don't know. Too hard. But my mom put a tourniquet on him. What? And saved this kid's life. And they're like, if you have, who did this? My mom's like, it's me. And they're like, you saved his life. He would have died. Oh my God. Damn. That's cool. Then also in North Carolina, don't go to North Carolina. Yeah, people are crazy. Not. My mom was a manager of a store in in the mall, and these people came to rob the place. Oh no! And had tear gas and tear gas oh. the mall. Oh what? 
And my mom corrals all of her, like, workers because she was the manager. Gets everybody in, like, closes the gate. She's got, like, clothes on her face, like, saving people. And I'm like, Jesus, what would I do? And I think that's why I think about it because apparently mom's a badass and will save you. Damn. I'm like, can I save people? If you've got any of her genes in you, you're going to be fine. I've just never had to do it. I've never had, like, a really bad scenario go down. Yeah, I don't, I've never... I don't know if I can say that I've saved a life. <laughs> I have not, probably. Except for my own. <gasps> well, that's always good. Yeah, I suppose. What'd you do? About the whitewater thing. <laughs> oh. You didn't save your life. I saved my life. Just... I was underwater on a waterfall. What'd you do? So you swam. I didn't. I went totally limp and just oh. floated up to the surface. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend to be dead. And death will pass by. That's one of those things, though. Like, you have to... When you're falling and you go underwater like that, you have no idea which mm. way is up. So you have to... Oh, yeah. You have to, like, go against your instincts. Because your instinct is just to, like, fight and freak out and try to claw your way to the top of the water. You have to go uh-huh. entirely limp so that you'll float to the top. Nice. It was so scary. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Yeah. And then I got hit in the face Because we all know I world. don't like water, so... Yeah. And clearly I'm... Crying about the rain. So. <laughs> it missed it on me. Oh, oh no. My life is over. Well, I guess in a good scenario, here's a game that I love to play. It's something that I love to imagine about all the time. All right. You ready? Yes. You win the lottery tomorrow. Ooh. What do you do? I do love you do? to imagine this scenario, but I also, it makes me sad because I know it's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, man. I only love it. I only love it. But it, I just, I just go, I mean, it's not going to happen, but here's what I do. Yeah. I would, of course, first pay off all of the debts that we have. Like exactly. Like, pay off the house, pay off the cars, pay off the student loans, pay off just everything. Mm-hmm. And then I would pay off my immediate family's debts mm-hmm. and also set aside some college money for the tykes mm-hmm. and some retirement money for my parents. Alright, so you do all, like, the housekeeping, right? Yeah. You get you get everybody squared away. Like, family's good. Yeah. Now you get to enjoy it. <clears throat> what do you do? Um, wow. First, I'd probably buy, like, a really sick RV and just, like, go all over the United States and Canada. <laughs> okay. Just, like, do a big tour of North America. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I would love to go to Iceland. And... That's the green one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you can see the northern lights real good. Don't want to go to Greenland, where it's icy. It's very icy. Man, I don't know. I would just I would travel for the rest of my foreseeable future, as long as I could figure out a way to like take my cats with me because I'm going to be traveling a lot and I don't want them to be home alone. I mean, I mean, you have an RV. They yeah. can run around that. Yeah, that'd but, be fine. But then, like, what if I want to go to Europe? You know, I have to take the cats over there with me. Then you buy a boat. Put the cats and on the boat. And they run around on the boat. <laughs> I would never, ever take a boat all the way across the Atlantic Ocean. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just fly with them. Yeah. Because so... if you have money, you could buy your own plane. They just run around the plane. <laughs> so I would fly over there with the cats. I would buy another RV over there and then do yeah. another trip all over Europe. Like, oh, man, oh, I forgot. I got to change the tires on my Europe RV. God. <laughs> I hate it when I have to do that. Probably have stupid wrenches over there. 
<laughs> Stupid wrenches. Stupid wrenches. European wrenches. So I would <clears throat> do all that, you know, pay off stuff, get, like, everybody a new car so they're, like, good for a few years, you know. Yeah. Like, no pieces of crap cars. Uh, do all that housekeeping stuff, set everything up, everyone's good, and then I would build a house. From the right? ground up with your hands? No, I would pay people to do that. Good idea. Because <laughs> I have money now. <laughs> so I would build a house, and in my house, I would have, like, a legit movie theater. Oh, yeah. Right? So that way you can have a reason to have 1,000 Blu-rays. Yeah. Do you even know my, like, imaginary dream movie collection? It's got a house of its own, I'm sure. This is what I've always pictured. This is this is what I want. Okay. Which is why I named it The Library. <laughs> oh, God. You ready? Beauty and the Beast. You know when <laughs> Belle's in the library and she climbs up the thing and, like, rolls the ladder, like, across the shelves? Yes. Boa movies. Oh, my God. That's what I want. Pretty sweet Could you dream. imagine it? That would be great. You would never. I just want to use one of those. Really, I bet if I went to a library that had one and I used it, I'd be over it. You would just like lose your movie collection. You're like, I'm done. I've ridden. The I'd probably still have the collection, but I'd be like, you know what? They're actually kind of rickety and they scare me. I would rather just have normal shelves. <laughs> but I would build like a movie theater. I would build my my like ladder library of movie wall shelf thing. Yeah. And also, there has to be a secret room in the house somewhere. Oh, I want a secret room so bad. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah, I don't I know what I would play with it. I would room. just have, like, it would be a room which is just, like, full of beanbags and, like, blankies. It would just be, like, a snuggle room. <laughs> snuggle room? Like, I'll be there all snuggly. Just cozy See, I always pictured, like, the movie room almost being in its own secret room. <laughs> So that you could just, like, go in there and really enjoy it and not bother anyone. Because, of course, I would soundproof it, you know? What you should do is make it to where in your, like, library of books, one of those... Or, I mean, your library of movies. One Mm -hmm. of those movies, you pull on it, and then the wall opens, and there's a theater. Alright, so it would have to be a movie. Yeah, which one would it be? (laughs) That nobody would picture. Like, I would... Well, how would I do it? Oh, I've got mine. Can I tell you mine? Yes. The Room. Oh, damn it. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> but that's good. I really thought yours would have been Labyrinth. Yeah, truly, it would be Labyrinth. But I think the room like, is good because it's got like that level of pun to it, you know? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> See, I was thinking I would pick a movie that people would be like, why does he even have this? And then they would go to take it off. And then it opens the room like, oh, what'd I do? Oh, you know what? It should be dead alive. It should be for me. <laughs> Because I'm dead in this room, but I'm so alive. Oh, what? So I'm just sitting there, because I'd probably just live in there. Yeah, you probably would. Just watching movies all day long. But in my movie theater, I got like posters on the walls and stuff of like some of my favorites. Can't wait to build that room. It's never going to happen. One of these days. <clears throat> it's never going to happen. You got to play a, the lottery uh, to win it. I know. There's a There's a place out here that they build media rooms like that for people. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, someone at work showed it to me. Cool. And it, it's like tens of thousands of dollars. Of course. 
But the one that I so loved from their, like, mock-ups, it had, like, marble columns in it. <laughs> what? It was so fancy looking. I was like, man, I'd watch so many movies in there. <laughs> it was really cool. I do picture my movie room a lot when I imagine things. And I'm, I'm close enough with one now, but it's never, like, what I imagine. Yeah. You know? One day, dream homes. Listeners, please visit us on social media. You can find us at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. And remember, that stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. You can also email us at YMBTOAP at gmail.com. Our podcast is hosted on Libsyn, and we are now available on Spotify and iTunes. Ooh. Ooh. If you want to see our website, it's YMBTOAP.libsyn.com. Please share us with your friends. Uh, our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check them out on YouTube. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. When will I have money? <laughs> the answer? Never. I know. Wah, wah.